Chapter 17 of Vayikra starts with the following verse. God spoke to Moshe, Dabero Aaron v'yel banav, v'yel kol b'nei Yisrael, v'yamartol lehem, z'adavar sher tziva Hashem mar. So speak to Aaron, the children, all of Israel. This is what God has commanded. Ish ish b'beit Yisrael, ashe yishchat sharo kesevo ez b'machaneh, o ashe yishchat michutz l'machaneh. V'yel petach, o moed lo heviyol akriv korban l'ashem, so teach them the following. If any one of the house of Israel slaughters an ox or sheep or goat in the camp, or does so outside the camp, and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to God before God's temple, God's Mishkan, Blood guilt shall be imputed to that man. He has shed blood. That man shall be cut off from among his people. Now the question is, what is this referring to? When here we have an ancient dispute already in the Talmud and among the medievals, Rashi and the Ramban, Ahmanides and Rashi disagree about what this Parsha is actually talking about. Rashi presumes that what we're talking about over here is somebody who wants to bring a sacrifice. Someone has dedicated an animal for a sacrifice. And as we know, ox, sheep, and goat are the animals typically brought for sacrifice. Someone dedicates these animals for a sacrifice and then brings them outside the camp, outside the temple precincts. It's called shkut echutz. So that's forbidden. You can't bring sacrifices or even slaughter sacrifices outside the designated area for the sacrifice. That essentially is Rashi's approach to this parsha. Nachmanides, and already in the Talmud, the opinion of Rabbi Ishmael, has a different approach. Nachmanides says that doesn't seem to be the plain and most plausible reading of what's written here. Nachmanides assumes something else. Somebody wants to eat meat. Not a sacrifice. Somebody wants to eat meat, an animal, a goat, a sheep, an ox. So the Torah says in the desert, you're not permitted to eat an animal unless you first bring it as a sacrifice. We know from the beginning of the book of Ayikra that there are certain sacrifices, primarily karban shlamim, that the person who brings the sacrifice is allowed to eat a portion of the sacrifice. So here the Torah says that the only permissibility to eat meat is to bring these animals as sacrifices, and then you may eat your designated portion of the sacrifice. This is true, the Torah said, whether you are inside the camp or outside the camp. That is to say, explains Nachmanides, I might have thought that if you're far away from the camp, suppose you're taking a, a trip in the desert or whatever, and you're many miles from, from the sanctuary, Okay, so in that situation, maybe I would have thought you can slaughter the animal and eat the animal outside this without bringing it first as a sacrifice. So the Torah says no. Even 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 far away from the camp, you're only in the desert permitted to eat meat if you bring it as a sacrifice. It's actually a very interesting position. It's fundamentally, you're not allowed to eat meat. We have to remember that Adam is described in the beginning of the Torah as a vegetarian. He may eat fruit, he may eat vegetation. He, they, are not permitted to eat meat until we come to the story of Noah. 
But prior to that, the human being is not allowed to eat meat. Humans and animals are created on the same day. The an- Here the Torah calls it bloodshed. You may not kill the animal. Blood guilt is imputed to you. That's the way the Ramban reads this section of the Torah. And frankly, it does seem like the plain reading of the text. That's a very interesting position. Now what happens later, this is in the desert. Later, when Israel enters the land, and there, the Mishkan is not with you at all times. In the desert, you travel with the sanctuary. But when you come into the land, then we have the concept of the designated place, God chooses a place to the exclusion of all other places. So what happens when you have a designated place? Do you have to go to the designated place, call it Jerusalem or whatever, in order to eat meat? Or may you eat meat in your local, in your, in your home, without taking the long journey? So the Torah says, this is in the book of Devarim, chapter 12, verse number 20, when God enlarges your borders, your territory, and you say, I want to eat meat, for you desire meat. Says the Torah, you may eat meat according to your desire. And the place is far away. What place? The place that God has chosen, that God's name is there. But the place is far away. Then you may sacrifice from your flock, from your sheep that God has given you, as I have commanded you. Eat in your own gates, in your local places as all you want. Then the Torah adds two verses later in verse 23 of chapter 12 in Deuteronomy, However, be careful. Do not eat the blood. The blood is life. Do not eat the life together with the flesh. Do not eat it. Throw it on the ground like water. Do not eat it. Torah repeats it. So that it be well for you and your children after you. That you do what is right in the eyes of God. So according to Nachmanides understanding of chapter 17 of Ayikra, what the Torah seems to be saying in chapter 12 of Deuteronomy is this. When you're in the desert, the Mishkan is with you. When you come into the land, the Mishkan is a chosen place. So by definition, it's far away from some places. So we call the place far away. You don't have to journey to the sacred place, to the chosen place to eat meat. You can eat meat where you are, provided two things. Number one, you slaughter it kasher tziviticha, as I have commanded you. Now for Nachmanides' understanding, what that means is, where did God ever command us about slaughtering non-sacrifices? Never. There's not a word in the Torah that's written. There may be traditions, that's what Rashi says, but it's nothing explicit in the Torah 
but how one slaughters non-sacrificial animals. For Nachmanides, the point is this, as I understand it, that you may you may eat the meat without bringing it as a sacrifice, but what is required is that you slaughter it the way you slaughter sacrifices. In other words, for Nachmanides, an interesting point, and fundamentally, the permissibility of eating non-sacrificial meat is because basically you are performing a sacrificial act. Shechita, as we call it, for Nachmanides, is actually the same shechita that was done in the, in the temple. It's the beginning of the service of the, of the way that the animal is sacrificed. It begins with the slaughtering of the animal. So that has to be done. The rest of it you don't have to do. The gathering the blood, the throwing the blood, the burning of the fats upon the altar, etc. That need not be done. You can eat it in your own gates. However, there is something else over here, which is you don't throw the blood on the altar. You are not shofech the blood on the altar. Right? Torah speaks sometimes of being zorek the blood and sometimes shofech, to pour the blood, to pour the blood on the foundational part of the, of, the, of the altar. That's not required. However, you can't eat the blood either. The blood is life. So the blood, do not eat the blood, but it does require shficha, it does require pouring, not on the altar. To throw it on the ground, it's soaked back into the earth. So in other words, for Nachmanides, it's actually very interesting. It has, I think, far-reaching implications that fundamentally, the permissibility of eating meat is dedicating the meat to God. So when we had the Mishkan with us, you're only allowed to eat meat if you bring it as a sacrifice, and then you partake, in the words of the Talmud, Mishukhan Gavoa, you partake of God's portion. God gives you dispensation because you've made the, you recognize the fact that life is God's. Without that recognition, Meat is impermissible. In fact, killing the animal is bloodshed, says the Torah in our chapter, in chapter 17. When you come into the land, there are, disp- there are dispensations in the land because of the reality. Because, yes, the Torah says you want to eat meat, you can eat meat. But nonetheless, still, you have to perform a kind of sacrificial act which has two facets to it. What is the slaughtering of the animal is some kind of a symbolic or ritual slaughtering as I commanded you in the Book of Sacrifices. And secondly, the blood. The blood is never yours. There has to be a recognition that life belongs to God. And if you recognize it by not partaking, by discarding the blood, perhaps soaking back into the earth, then the Torah allows the human being to partake of a, of a living thing, to partake of the animal. Otherwise, it is strictly forbidden.